This is a Demon FM podcast. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Eden. And I'm Henry. And we've got another podcast for you. Yes, we are going to be doing this every week. (laughs) So this week we're going to be discussing Women's History Month, which is amazing. (laughs) We're also going to be having a little bit of our positive vibes involved. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So take it away. Well, we actually have a special co-host this week. Ooh. Yes. And a Ooh, fellow student. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yes. The mystery continues. We need a drum roll at this point, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. I'm Sasha. I am a student at DMU, yes. And I'm from Malaysia. I'm studying project management. I'm a big Potterhead and a Hoobian. I would describe myself as a conscientious environmentalist. My current favorite series is Star Trek Discovery. Long oh, wow. live and prosper all. I've never seen that actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Well, my time here at DMU has been spent studying, of course, but also volunteering. Currently, I'm in the Here and Now project, which is a collaboration between DMU and the Philharmonia Orchestra and Leicester Musical Memory Box. My job is to encourage participants to be active in sessions and I love it. Okay. Even though it's virtual, I can still feel bonds being formed and some of our participants are just so cute. Oh. I didn't oh. imagine I'd be doing this before I started oh. here, but here I am. That is amazing. Do you know what? Sometimes we get to places and we think like, where, how did we get here? This is not yeah. something this time last year I would ever have thought I'd be doing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, Sasha, because yeah. you I, I'll have to put it out there. Sasha inspires me. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, wow. Empowered woman, 100%. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm Anytime. so touched. Thanks. Anytime. Oh. Well, I thought since we'll get a little bit of an icebreaker going on. So I've got a little game. It's called Myth or Fact. And I just need you to hear the statement and you've got to decide whether you think it's a myth or you think it's a fact. All right. Simple as oh, that. Am I involved or... Of course you are, Henry. Of goodness. course. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have minded thinking about seat, but it, it's even better that I can... No, be no, involved. let's all play. <laughs> put, put your competitive hat on, Henry. Uh, do, okay. do we need buzzers to buzz in? Or? Oh, yeah. What do you want your noise to be? You choose a noise and that'll oh, be yours. Uh, uh, I don't know. Sasha, what do you want? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Thanks, Henry, for uh, bringing this up. Wow. <laughs> if, if there I've was... Got a bell. Oh, oh. My goodness. I mean, I think that's a lot. <laughs> Maybe just shout bell. <laughs> How about we shout our own names? Okay, I will shout my name. Yeah. And then oh. Henry, you ring. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. What if, what if instead of instead of being ultra competitive, we just have Sasha? You say your answer, and then I say my answer, and then we discuss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You should be in charge. (laughs) I love that. Right. Okay. So the first one is it a myth or a fact that women speak to twenty thousand words a day? Twenty thousand words a day. That is yeah. a lot. I think it's a fact because. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Thinking, thinking of my mother. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. She crosses the threshold every day. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Oh, mums yeah. do. They do. Definitely. Yeah. If it was just in terms of statistics, if it was just for mums, then yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. that's not even counting the, the things she says at work. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. wow. So, yeah, I think it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, so so do I. Well, drum roll, patter, 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 patter. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It is a myth, actually. Oh, oh no. Yes. So what's yeah. the real number? There isn't actually it's a more? number. People oh. have tried to measure, but apparently women just like to talk as much as they want when they want, and I support that, but <laughs> there's yeah. not an actual <laughs> estimate. I estimate it's a lot more than 20,000. Mm. Yeah. yeah, me too. I mean, it, it, it kind of would have been better if like, you'd said how many... Like, like who speaks more, men or women? Well, apparently there's a statistic that says that men speak only 7,000 words a day. Oh, really? So there you go, a little twist there for you, Henry. Wow. 
7,000. I know, it's not that much. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> My brothers, yeah. they don't communicate with words. They communicate with mm or mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. 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 <laughs> although, although, actions do speak. <laughs> yeah, actions okay. speak louder than, the, louder than words or la- words speak louder than actions. Actions, actions speak louder than words. That's how it goes. <laughs> okay, so next one. Women can only keep a secret for one week. No, oh, it's a myth. No. Yeah, it's a myth. Well, because women are well, I, I I can't speak for women, but um, like they they can keep secrets. Like they can keep. Oh, if you find out you're pregnant, or you, someone else is pregnant, Ooh. and oh, that that's actually be, a good idea. Yeah, that's a good um, reference. They can keep them. They can keep that a secret from everyone else. And we were referring to Kylie Jenner here, who did keep her whole pregnancy a secret. Let's just put that out there. Really? Yeah. Kylie Jenner is one of the most famous people ever. And she was able to hide her pregnancy from like social media, which I think is amazing because she just wanted to keep it private and to herself, which is beautiful. (laughs) Can I ask, uh, was this during the pandemic? Was she pregnant during? No, this was, I think, three years ago. Oh, wow. That is a feat, I must say. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Okay. It was actually a myth. Women actually, statistically, on this reference, this might be not completely generalized. Women can only keep a secret for 47 hours and 15 minutes. What? I disagree. I disagree also. I keep secrets like, like... Like a secret, yeah. you know, it's a secret. Do you have an oh, example of a secret that you've kept? Or would that be spilling the secret? Oh, yes. Wouldn't that be a spilling? <laughs> I can't okay. think of, of any off the top of my head, but I can, I, I'm a little bit of a, a sounding board for some of my friends. And so, oh, you know, yeah. when these things happen, I have to keep secrets. And I can say I ca- I've kept secrets till today that were told to me in high school or in secondary school. So Wow. Oh, well, I'm definitely coming to you with my secrets oh. from now on. Yeah. <laughs> You're most welcome to. Oh, yeah. thank you. The last I, I hope one. I am too. Oh, sorry. Of course you are, Henry. Please. <laughs> thank you. You'll get a lot of messages Friends. after that. Just me and Henry sending you our secrets. <laughs> Sure, it has to come to with a backstory, otherwise I would forget and then that oh. wouldn't be so useful, would it? Sure. So then we can be good friends, yeah? yeah. There we yeah. go. Just I'll tell you everything about me, literally, yes. and then we'll friend. <laughs> yes. Tell you my life story. Ultimate yeah, friendship. Yeah. Okay, we have one last one. Yes. So Matalan did a survey to discover how long women spend choosing what to wear and concluded that the average woman spends blank days choosing this activity oh. but so the closest one wins so they calculated it all together generalized it on the average woman spends a certain amount of days choosing what to wear so what how how many days altogether do you think it takes i have hmm. a few questions go on first wasn't the game myth of fact <laughs> yeah. yes. oh my god yes 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 Second, this, one, this is a twist. <laughs> yeah, it's such a twist. Second, um, this number of days is in an average woman's whole life, or is it like a whole life? Yes. Okay. So, oh. average like eighty year lifespan. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay. Let's not count the first six years of their lives because their parents would choose, like, oh, or wow. the guardian guardian would choose what they would wear. Is that? Is That's that, true. Yeah. It works in the UK. I mean, where I come from. Yeah. I <laughs> Children up to 12 years old don't get to choose what to wear because parents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish I got to choose what to wear growing up. My Looking mm. back at photographs, I'm like, mom, why did you do that to me? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> photographs. Blender years. But okay. <laughs> How many days mm-hmm. in the whole life? An average woman uses we, to choose clothes. Yes. Are we talking about a week or like? You guess whatever you think, Henry. <sighs> no, 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 as in like, would it, do they get to choose it for the week or all across their life? They spend this amount of days, so they've calculated minutes, seconds, and time of how long they spend choosing what to wear, and they've came up with this one figure, and this is how many days. It's been choosing what to wear. 
So it's like if they were to calculate how much you've slept in your life, you might have slept for a million days altogether. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in a way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I actually, do you know what? I'm going to give no, you no, two no, figures. No. I'll give you two figures oh. and you can choose between them. Okay. Oh. Okay. So Thanks. we have 287 days or 1,113 days. Wow. I feel like this is a trap to get me to choose the bigger number. Yeah. <laughs> because it's it's such, what was that, between like 200 or 400 and one, oh, it's just mad. Um, <laughs> this is really getting to, it's really getting to Henry, isn't it? <laughs> so, okay. I'm sorry, Eden. Could you please repeat the question? The question. Okay. And then the answers. <laughs> 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 okay, Matalan did a survey to discover how long women spend choosing what to wear and concluded that the average woman spends A, 287 days or B, 1,113 days on this activity. B, it's a trap, but I guess yeah, I'm going with B. I'm probably going to go for B as well because if you're just taking it from their life, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not copying you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually giving you a bit of an explanation. Okay, copycat still applies here. <laughs> I, I, I gave my own decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so, were both incorrect, though. I want to say. That. See, it was a trap, wasn't it? It was a, it was a trap. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's how it had to be. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe for all of those questions, we should have chosen the opposite answer <laughs> to the other one, and then that person would have got it right. And then we'll get that. Wow. That is true. So, Henry, you should have chosen A. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, you win some, you lose some. But, mm. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, well, I'll leave what's it the answer? It was 287. 87 wow. days. It's relatable. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's relatable. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah. 287 <laughs> is kind of all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, if they calculated mine alone, it would be far more than that. I, I change my outfit three times a day. I'm not even three times. Oh, I do. I just can't decide whether I want to wear pajamas or if I want to wear like comfy clothes or if I want to get ready for like the ball. I don't know. <laughs> this is a problem in the pandemic because you want to be comfortable, yeah. but you also want to look feel nice. Yeah, you know? definitely. Although, right. With me, I just I buy clothes <laughs> which make me feel nice and are also comfy. That nice. makes sense. Maybe I should try that. I just keep buying clothes that are either too big, too small. I don't. <laughs> Nothing that ever actually wow. fits. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Thank don't, you for don't playing. Wear, don't wear suits in the pandemic because, like, who are you dressing up for? Oh, no. I have to get changed now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> And we would dressing up for ourselves to feel yeah, good. Very mm, true. That is true. Right, yeah, Henry. I think it's over to you now with your inspirational woman. Oh, my inspirational woman. Uh, there's so there's so many to choose from. Well, my man for raising me, my sister for being my sister. Sounds um, like an Oscar speech. I want to thank my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my gran, my, yeah. <laughs> but look, there, there are just so many inspirational women. And well, I, I didn't, I didn't quite understand where you wanted me to go with this as in like, do, do you want me to kind of go for someone? For- I think there's so many women that inspire us. I can say personally, yeah. I'm inspired by so many women for so many different reasons. But if I could oh think of one one woman on the top of my head who I think, do you know what? When I think of them or when I see them, they're the, they're the person that kind of gets me through and gives me a lot of inspiration. Um, so personally, mine is um, a friend of mine I met in Bangladesh. She was my counterpart. I li- literally lived in the same room as her. She put up with my snoring for three months. <laughs> oh. Now um, we know Eden. Now yeah. you know my secret, Sasha. Please keep it and everyone else. <laughs> but she was just the most amazingly sweet, genuine person I've ever met in my life. And since leaving Bangladesh, we've kept in contact. And she tells me about all the work she does. So she is a student studying social services and like social study and 
she just dreams to help young people who are homeless. So she takes her time That's to sweet. go to train stations and support the, the homeless in Bangladesh. Wow. And I, I just think she's absolutely wow. amazing. She's very grateful for everything she has. And she taught me a lot about really appreciating education and things mm. that we often take for granted in this like kind of society and culture that we're placed into or born into. And I just think that when I think of her, when I talk to her, she just reminds me like why I'm doing my degree. It's kind of like, this is a choice I've made where some people don't get that option. So like she just pushes me to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. That is inspiring. Wow. I'm inspired now. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so can I ask, is, is your friend um, just a, is she a celebrity kind of figure? in Bangladesh, within her um, community? Or is she just a normal person, like you and I, studying? Yeah, she's just a regular woman with a dream to kind of make good changes in, in the world. And I just think that is the most sincere thing ever. You don't get many people like that these days. So, yeah, she is uh, definitely one of the bossiest people I've ever met. <laughs> but to get the work done. Definitely. Yeah. She doesn't take any anyone's kind of insults or kind of when people try and say, oh, you can't do that because you're a woman or you can't do that because so and so and so. She's mm-hmm. like, well, I am and watch me. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. like, yes. <laughs> Power to her. her. Yeah. 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 But oh, cool. How about you guys? Have you got anyone you can think of? So I, I used to have, a, oh, she, I, I absolutely love my former youth pastor at church, um, Sarah Fabride. So she was youth pastor for me and took me through my teenagers and teenage years and to become the legend I am today. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep throwing it out there. Um, but yeah, um, so she, she's fantastic. Um, she became the youth pastor at my church and then she ran a really successful youth club for for teenagers and that was pretty, that was marvelous for the community which I actually volunteered I was there for two years and then and then she left to become the Baptist not vicar but the minister to wow. a church in I think it was Hugglescote Baptist Church and yeah she's real real inspiration she's been she's been really lovely to me she, oh, I can tell I can see I can actually hear it in your voice it's so lovely yeah. oh that is so nice exactly. she sounds amazing yeah <laughs> yes would oh, love yeah. to meet her me too yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and arrange it <laughs> <laughs> how about how about you Sasha oh me um well my person the woman who has inspired me the most as with Henry, there are so many to choose from. Uh, so many people over the years have influenced me to become a better person. But the most inspirational woman is a Malaysian lawyer and a human, right, human rights activist, Ambiga Srinivasan. I'm Malaysian, as I have said. And growing up, Ambiga, as she is known, she is a known figure in Malaysia. She fought for human rights for the Aboriginal people in Malaysia. For Apart from all that, she also fought for political anti-corruption politics in Malaysia. So Ambika has taught me to grow, not just for myself, but also to be selfless for the less fortunate around me. A lot of my life, I learned the things that I did and the, the, the steps that I took for my um, life was based on being inspired by her. Just to plug, she has won so many awards, one of them from the University of Exeter, uh, from one oh. from France, one from the US, and all this for her work in advancing human rights. Yeah, I know, right? And then she's also in the Women's Aid Organization in Malaysia, where they help um, uh, survivors of abuse, of rape, of mental health abuses, all of these. And um, the other thing that I like about her is her passion when she speaks. In all of her interviews, she seems so down to earth, but she speaks with such such strength that I don't know. You feel it, you know. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
and she's phenomenal. I love her. Um, and uh, oh, fun fact, the closest I got to her was when I was at a public event and oh, really? we were standing like five feet apart. <gasps> oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. I was like, oh, it's Ambia. And I was just frozen. Oh my just gosh. Struck. <laughs> and then once I calmed down, she had to leave. She was just walking away. No. Oh, oh no. It's okay. I, I, I told myself there will be another time because yes. she's young yet and she will continue working. She's continuing her work in Malaysia and uh, I will go back there and I will have a chance to meet her um, and have a good conversation with her about all her work. And also, I hope that's soon. I have yes. no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, also, there was one point um, a few years ago uh, when there was political turmoil in Malaysia. She didn't let anybody stand in her way she was she wasn't afraid of fighting for what's right with regards to the politics of our country and she even got arrested by the police but they didn't because she's a lawyer so she knew her rights so they didn't have any basis to like hold her for longer than the um, legal hours but so she was let go but you know she was willing to to sacrifice so much of her life for for that, for other people. So yes, she's my inspirational person. I'm I'm not surprised why. Like I think, oh wow, like yeah. that is amazing. Like like you said, the self sacrifice. It's yes. Oh, it's such an. I've just learned this word recently. It's such an altruistic mm. thing, and I actually just did my essay on altruism. So that Ooh. works in. There oh, we go. <laughs> what does that mean? Altruistic. So. Uh, Altruism uh, is the act of um, doing something specifically to benefit someone else with no benefit to yourself. Yes. Uh, I don't know where that's referenced from, but it's some book <laughs> in the library at DMU, okay, <laughs> well, in general. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, yeah, can you give an example? of like? So, for example, Mother Teresa mm, or yeah, yeah. Uh, someone who would willingly sacrifice their life to help someone um, with absolutely no motivation to help themselves. So it's like if you, I don't know, you were walking down the street and I've, you fell over. I've came over to help you because you fell. I've done that to help you, not to help me. So that's an altruistic act. Cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've got a little anecdote. I, I don't want to detract from this or anything. But oh, it's okay. Go for I've it. got like a little, which is kind of what you said, the altruistic kind of example. So some, uh, there was a family and, and the family had a baby and they were just walking with the baby down this road and the baby was wearing shoes and when the shoes fell off, I fell out onto the pavement and I looked at it and I thought, oh my gosh, this looks like a really small shoe. And um, I, saw, I, saw, um, I saw this family and I was like, oh, they, they just turned the corner. I quickly sped up to them and I was like, oh, did you drop your shoe? And they were like, oh my gosh, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And I, ju- I just made sure that it was theirs. And I, I just watched them go and run after it and collect it. And I was like, Aww. yes, my good deed done for the day there. Good deed Yay. done. We love good deeds. Good deeds are positive vibes, everyone. Yay. I encourage all good, good deeds. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> Thank you. Well, do you know what? I think leading on from this, I know that you know a lot of the things that may be going on at DMU, Sasha, and I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, International Women's Day is on Monday, the 8th of March. And um, the first thing, right early in the morning, 9am, our new Vice Chancellor, Professor Katie Normington, uh, will be in conversation with Women in Higher Education. This is an organisation. Katie will be talking with Alice Chilver, who is the Executive Director of Women in Higher Education, on the theme, Choose to Challenge. I love this theme. Yeah. They'll be talking also about what the solutions are to address the inequalities faced by women working in higher education. Um, This is... um, so bright and early, so if you're up for something else, then you can like listen in. That sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. Or like making breakfast, making the tea, yeah. And you can listen to them talk. Um, and then at 10 a.m., immediately afterwards, there will be a panel discussion called Women in Work, Get Career Inspired. Four women with different career paths will be talking about the challenges they have faced and how they have motivated themselves to keep going at it. One, uh, one of these women I talked to today 
they were really inspiring, really. It was just a five minute, very brief conversation, but whew, I am inspired. Yeah. I am so too. I this one. Yeah. yeah. Sounds really good. Yeah. It At 12.30 to 2 p.m. Uh, for people who are in- interested in research, a panel of three speakers talking about the impact of COVID-19 in the context of International Women's Day Ooh, will be held. That's interesting. I'll definitely go to that one. Yes. So they didn't give much information of what exactly they'll be talking about, but it will be the impact of COVID. And yes, this is interesting because we are all affected by it. Whether 100% or not. Yes. Yeah. Then at 3 to 4 p.m., another panel discussion, this time with four DMU alumni. And uh, so these are, they used to be students a year or two ago kind of people. And <laughs> I'm so interested. It will also be about how, they, how they've become people, the people they are today because of the adversities they face. Oh, that's a long word. <laughs> yes, I know. So um, they'll be talking about um, their experiences and it's, I really like getting to know more people and this is one of the ways, it, it's the best way to get to know uh, people and their experiences. Yeah, and finally at five o'clock, uh, DMU Women, uh, there's a, it's a little uh, department in DMU. They will present what do femininity and womanhood mean to us? Ooh, yeah. This is a discussion among the student union's executive officers about their lived experiences at university. It will be very interesting to hear about their, the, their time at university and how it has affected, uh, how being uh, uh, their gender has affected their university lives. I will be attending this one. Um, so I definitely will too. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. For what more a great day. <laughs> it is. For more information and to register for these events, you can head on over to dmu.ac.uk forward slash digital events, where you can <gasps> have the whole wow. list of events and uh, oh the sign God. up button. Yeah. I love that. Sounds you know what? Great. You would be the best like Anton Deck ever we talk about Anton Deck every week because me and Henry are Anton Deck <laughs> and for, for this Preston Award <laughs> I know thank you so much for thank you no worries yeah like I, I hope everyone the... loves that yes so the next part of the podcast, I just want to do a little brief disclaimer to anyone listening. We are going to be answering some questions that we've had sent in from listeners. And this is going to be some topics that might not be for everyone, but I want you to be aware that these are our opinions and we are responding in our own experiences. We just want to encourage these conversations and explore them a little bit more, the topics. So just if this is not something that you're interested in, maybe don't listen now, but yeah, we're going to get on started with them. Get on started. I sound like I'm in a rodeo. Get on started with them. Let's go. <laughs> Yeehaw. Right. Okay. So um, Henry, also, I just want to give you a little disclaimer. You are more than invited to also participate. They are kind of directed at women, but I do think that your voice is just as valid yes, in these and answering these two. Okay. Amazing. Question yeah. one. Have you ever felt pressured to change your voice in the presence of a male counterpart? This could be at work or university or just in general. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're starting with the hard hitting questions. Yeah. yeah. We don't start lightly here. <laughs> so change my voice. Um, if I think you would notice sometimes my voice goes really low like this and then sometimes it goes really high when I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, well, in my experience, I, I think from the top, off the top of my head, I can only remember one time where a male colleague had made fun of my, my high-pitched voice because I was excited about something that was happening around us at the time. And boy, that was one very embarrassing day. But it was really early on in my working life. So probably five, six years ago. So I didn't know how to react to it. So I just shut up and... Like, didn't know what to do after that. No. Yeah. Uh, oh. But it's okay. I learned from that that I, I felt embarrassed for the next whole week, of course, because that's, that's, that's how I am. But then after that, I just like, ah, it's okay. That happened. It's, it's very cringy, but I will, I, I know how to, um, 
deal with it in the future. You know how attending these events, hearing from other people's uh, point of view and perspectives, they help me uh, know how to deal with these kind of situations in my life as well. So nowadays, if I get insulted or made fun of because of my voice or my looks, I just say, it's okay. I don't live for you. So yes. Oh my goodness. I love that. That's you know great. What? Like, to have that that kind of um, attitude almost forced upon you because you have to, mm. I, I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I've experienced similar. I don't know if you've ever heard of that little joke about women having the telephone voice, like, oh, oh. your mum sounds posh on the phone when she answers. And I, und- I didn't understand that until I got a little bit older. And I realised that, especially when talking to people for, in a business perspective in a more formal sense, mm-hmm. speaking with a more posh accent or a more assertive tone, it gave me that level of confidence that I didn't have when using my own natural voice. Yeah, I wondered, why was that? Why can't I just talk like this? Mm-hmm. One, probably because no one understands me half the time. <laughs> do I do? I do. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I do. <laughs> but the other part is that I just felt that if I'm going to be talking to someone and I want them to respect me, I want to talk to them how I've seen other people in formal settings discuss. And it's not a great way, like a great thing to have developed, but I just feel that it's kind of expected if I want to be taken seriously. That makes sense? Yeah, that's a really good point, Eden. I, yeah. I can't I can't think of a time or if I have ever um, consciously done this. But because my voice is naturally lower, uh, unless I'm excited. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's, I need to reflect more in my life then to, to <laughs> understand oh, myself better. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I, I don't agree that you have to reflect or understand yourself better. But I think that we, we do things consciously and subconsciously yeah. in these settings that are kind of, you, sometimes we just kind of expect the responses of, okay, you've got maybe a, maybe a higher pitch voice, a lower pitch voice. In all in all, it doesn't really matter because every voice is different regardless. Exactly, and unique and beautiful. Yes. Oh, wow. Well. Can I just you- say, while we're on the topic of voices, Eden, your accent. I oh, it. stop. Uh, it's a really nice accent. <laughs> it Eden. is. Uh, and so your, your voice is really nice too, Sasha. Oh, yes. thanks. Oh, uh, Sasha, I could listen to you all day. I want you to yeah. do them meditations where people read you a story to go to sleep. Not oh. that your voice puts me to sleep, but it's just so calming. No, no, yeah. I just, I get it. It's Definitely. so, oh. I would totally do it for free. Thank oh. you. I like Alice yeah, in Wonderland. You. Okay, yeah. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Uh, Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Dumpty. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, not a story. Sorry, sorry. Uh, nursery rhyme. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Nursery rhymes. <laughs> right, I've got a next one. So, did you ever think that your current degree, when choosing your degree or your career, was perceived as a more feminine or masculine option for you so for example when you were going to choose did you think oh that's more for men or that's more of a a woman's degree and I want to just jump on quickly to answer this because it's this is the most empowered moment of my young life I remember being in school and it was I think it was primary school and I just remember all of the young girls they just wanted to be princesses and what have you and I looked my teacher right in the eye and she said what do you want to do Eden and I said I want to be a lawyer because all the men are lawyers and I'll do a better job (laughs) nice yes I mean I I probably could never go into law it's a lot of reading but (laughs) if I do (laughs) yes what are you studying now psychology so yeah (laughs) that turned out really well you want to be an astronaut as well yeah I remember that you have to be an astronaut at one point. You just have to do it once, just once. Go get your lip balm and come back. <laughs> you know How what? about you? You have a chance of getting to be an astronaut, really, because you're we're you know in the age gap. Uh, sorry, in the age group, who will most likely have the will be the first 
um, generation of people to actually be civil, the civil people who don't have to train to be an astronaut to go into space, that kind. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. I like so, oh, my gosh. Mars. Yes. The moon. Yes. All right. So let's go next week. Let's just do it. Let's just go. I'm game. That's that's fine yeah, by me. If, if you two are down, I'll be um, more Yes, please come. Oh, um, right. <laughs> this, is, this is a we plan. As well. This is the weirdest, like after COVID plan I've made so far, but I'll, I'm down for it. I am. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Yes. We need to keep tabs on uh, Tesla, uh, sorry, SpaceX and all the other uh, <laughs> companies who are planning these. Tourism, yeah. We just tourism. have to be very aware. <laughs> but yes. anywho. Coming back. Yes. Sorry. Coming back. Coming back to um, So have you ever, have any of you ever experienced the sim- similar, something about perceiving maybe your current degree or other degrees as more masculine or feminine? I mean, project management. When I learned about project management, it was all about, before I started studying here, it was all about um, software engineering. And we all know that most software engineers are male, um, majority of them. Yeah. So when I announced to my family that I wanted to do project management, they first taught construction, which is obviously a male dominated sector. True. And, but then I said, it could be anything. Now technology is, is a big part of our lives. And yeah. so I, I don't think I have felt what you've described, Eden, about my own um, degree being whether a male dominated or women dominated. It's a mostly a gender neutral thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's absolutely fine. story fun. just went, I don't know where. So my degree is not uh, very male dominated. In my class, we are 50-50. We have 12 people. There wow. are eight, eight 12. women. Yes, I With know. Three, 300 in hours. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I'm in a master's course and it's really a very small course. But yeah. That's, that's, you know what? I like to think that despite anyone's perceptions of whether they think they're more... I like this question because, yeah, they, some some are still viewed as, like you said, construction, predominantly male-orientated. But I do think that I have... I think the statistic is right. I think it's 50,000 more people, more young women are involved with STEM degrees. So it's science, technology, engineering, and math. Don't quote me. <laughs> um, over the past decade, so... I think we, I think that's something that I'm very excited to start changing within society is that these kind of stereotypes surrounding degrees are being broken. That's a good, that's great. good thing to be working towards. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, I, I might Inspiring. not be leading the campaign because I'm terrible at maths, science, technology, and everything else. You don't <laughs> have to be. You don't have to be. You can be well, an ally. You know. You yes. The idea. That's like, it. Mm, exactly. Start the conversation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was wondering, how about you, Henry? Have you ever experienced, well, experiences or have you noticed these kind of things as well within your degree? Well, my degree is, it's very, I am one of the few males on course on my degree. But I absolutely love that. It's, it's great. Honestly. <laughs> I, yeah. Can I ask me? Sorry, can oh, I ask, no, can you, what are you studying? Uh, design crafts. Ooh. It's really fun. Interesting. I absolutely love it. That's great. It's just amazing. So, it's really passionate. <laughs> um, I, I make glass, uh, among other things which you can learn. But, like, Reference, we have been shown something. Some <laughs> glass, some beautiful glass. That is beautiful. Which oh, is are you, really I love that you have those at hand. <laughs> <laughs> You're a glass blower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Can wow. I, uh, off topic, can I come to you for some questions about glass blowing? Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. Great. Sure. Thank you. That's amazing. I, it's, you know, it's so unique because yes. I was actually on Netflix the other day and there's a series about glass blowing. Is I there? Love that. Oh my yeah. God. I think blown it's called Blown Away. Yeah. Have you seen the first series or? I haven't watched it at all yet, but I'm, I'm interested and I think I might give it a watch. The first series was unbelievable. The second series, unbelievable. Amazing. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. At all. <laughs> I will be yeah, checking sorry. it out. Um, so we're going to get to the next question. Yes. And this is just, I actually love this. What is the moment or near a time where you felt the most empowered? Wow. Yeah. There's, there's so many. So I have a little think about this. I've got mine already. So 
I remember doing my work experience at my dad's, um, at the company my dad worked for, which is a construction company. And part of my work experience, they had me go to all the different departments. So the HR, legal, and I was just so excited because on my last day, I was going to the actual building and I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to let me drive a digger. I'm so excited. Did they? Did they? <laughs> they did. Oh my God. I have, oh my God. The, I have the photograph. Like, oh, wow. I, honestly, it was the best day of my life. And I've never felt more empowered because I just had this like machine. And <laughs> I just remember my dad's boss his daughter, she said, one day I'm going to take over the company and you are going to be my first ever female digger driver. And nice. I was like, yes, I am. I'll yes. use my psychology degree for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give wow. counselling whilst I'm doing <laughs> driving the digger. Oh, wow. That could work, you know. It could. That's amazing. It could. <laughs> How about you guys? So tell me about your times. After you, Sasha. <laughs> okay, I'm still thinking. Yeah, same. So I. This is a very uh, uh, an important moment in my life that I have to get right. Very true. The very moment true. that I felt empowered, I I think I feel like I feel empowered every day. So yes. because I try to give myself some some self support, otherwise I would be in a deep pit in of depression very long time ago. So yeah, I have to keep encouraging myself to feel empowered, but. The most, the moment I felt the most empowered. If it's, <laughs> if it's not the most important. Um, yeah, it could be any time you felt it, empowered. Yeah, then it is one of the most empowering moments of my life. At university, at, when I was studying my bachelor's back in Malaysia, I was in this, um, in the campus magazine uh, editorial team and being able to head a team of, I think, 30 other students. I was the vice president. So, Ooh. yes. Wow. Thank Who you. are you? We had a lot of help, but yeah, <laughs> vice president, sub editor. As the vice president, I was in charge of 30 other students within the magazine, and we had to rebrand from the previous team because they didn't do such a good job. That is oh. putting it very nicely. So we had to rebrand. And after one whole year of very, very hard work, we finally was able to publish a real magazine. I didn't bring <gasps> any with me to oh. England, but I have them. I have a stack of all our published magazines because they're like my greatest achievement. That is, that is amazing. I, I would keep them too. You should frame them. Oh, oh. I, yes. When I get a house, when I live on my own, I will definitely frame them up. The front page, the back page, the insides, everything. <laughs> On the um, front door. <laughs> everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Coffee, coffee table. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so being able to hold that moment when I held that piece, that first um, magazine that we published was so empowering, knowing that I had a team behind me and I led all of us, well, me and the president, who was my best friend, who is my best friend. We led a whole team of people to publish something physical. So it's it felt wow. so empowering at that moment. I thought I could achieve. No, I still feel, I feel like I can yes. achieve anything in this world. And you can, and you will. Yes. The amount of uh, sleepless nights and all the tears and oh, uh, the hard work, work yes. 100% hard work pays off. And I think that there's something about sometimes you can have like a million obstacles in the way. And they're the times where you feel like giving up. They're the times where you feel like, oh my gosh, why, why did I even do this? Like, this is not okay. Like, who would do you choose this? But when right. you get to that finish point where you're holding, essentially metaphorically holding that magazine of all the, that hard work you're holding it in your hand that kind of little bit of hope that everything was worth it exactly you oh, got it Eden yes motivational t-shirt please print it yes. <laughs> yeah. how about you Henry probably when I have an idea for my next glass piece and I talk it through with the glass blower Jill and um, we, we make it and it's just unbelievable i i love working in the hot shop and just feel just having glass like um just making that glass makes you feel so empowered and then like actually working on your glass in cold shock it's just um through like grinding and polishing or polishing on the lathe it's just fantastic yeah. mm -hmm. 
I it's, can only imagine. I, I would it. love to do that. I would love you to show me one day how to do it. And yeah. I love to watch. I like watching the glass take form. Oh, that's yeah. oh the colours, just Wonderful. beautiful. Yeah. It's so satisfying. I can only imagine. Do you know what? I've chosen yeah. the wrong degree. I'm going to switch because <laughs> <laughs> this sounds more satisfying than Freud. So let's, just, let's do that. <laughs> I'm sure he would, Henry would be very uh, glad to have a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Well, do you know what? We kind of answered the other question, the last question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Mm-hmm. So can you, you, if you feel comfortable, have you ever been stereotyped? That was the question. Mm-hmm. And this could be as just as a person, as a woman. And I, I was thinking a lot about this because there's so many different like opportunities for stereotyping to occur. And I don't want to kind of, go into a big, deep, dark hole about it because we could <laughs> easily. But yeah. I think that I just want to say that with, in, in my experience, the experiences I've had with kind of stereotyping was kind of done in the most polite way, if that makes sense. So for example, when I've been at the gym, a man will offer to lift the weights for me so that <laughs> they're not too heavy. And I'm like, I'm actually okay. I I, I, I was getting the heavy ones anyways. Yeah. And or when I've gone to go to go to a queue um, to get maybe a coffee, I've been let in front. I've been kind of given that, oh, you can go first or you can do this. And I don't mean to sound ungrateful because for some of these, it's just people being polite. But I kind of, there is a, there is a backhanded assumption that maybe I'm not capable, that I feel like maybe stereotype because I'm, I'm very small. <laughs> and, yes. Um, and I just think maybe sometimes I am stereotyped as not being quite a strong person or not, I wouldn't say not capable, but I, I kind of read it that way between the lines. And I just think that sometimes independent, like, do you know when women say, oh, I'm independent woman? Like we say, I feel like I have to say that so people believe it because I am capable of holding away. I'm capable of queuing like everyone else or holding the door for myself. And I would not want to like disregard. So if anyone's ever held a door for me, you can keep doing that. I don't like running for them. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I do feel like there is that, just that often that stereotype that of myself that I'm not strong or I can't look after myself. I need help. And that's something that I've learned to live with. I've learned to kind of accept the polite things and be able to risk. It took me ages to be able to say, actually, I'm okay, rather than just letting someone do it for me. Because mm-hmm. I felt it was impolite to be like, no, 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 actually, I can do it for myself. But it's not. It's actually quite empowering being able to say, thank you for offering, but I've mm-hmm. got this. So, yeah, that's okay. my example. <laughs> How can I go next? Guys? Of course you yeah, can. Yeah, sure. Um, so thank you. Uh, I feel like Eden, <laughs> your experiences of stereotypes and mine are about a little opposite. I'm a very smiley person. I love smiling. Not not like a crazy person on the street, <laughs> but you know, generally have a pleasant kind of face because I feel happy, especially when I'm outside under the sun, around uh, nature, things like that. And um, a lot of times, it doesn't matter the country. I thought it was just in my country, but no, even here, even on um, when I'm on holiday in other countries, everywhere I go, men, mostly, yes, always men, will come up and ask for my number, will talk to me. If they want to be friends, that's great. But they always, always, eventually, ultimately ask to go out with me. But why? Oh, why can't I just, you know... Smile. Smile yeah. without anyone coming up to you. That's exactly. a valid I, point. Exactly. I, uh, people think that if I'm uh, smiling at them, I'm flirting with them. What? does? I don't get it. But you, this, it's uh, not a problem only I face. Many people face this too. But yeah, that is my lived stereotype experience. Preach. And I'm very mad at that. Yeah, I'm mad at that too. I, I don't yeah. care what... If you are a smiley person, if you are a frowny person, I think that unless you are, 
uh, this is a quote from someone on TikTok. I can't remember their name. They said, unless I'm asking or inv- inviting you, then you can ask. But if I'm not, exactly. leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the way. Ask consent, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm. Yeah. you are a beautiful woman and I'm not surprised mm-hmm. people want to take you on yeah. a date. But there's a, ta- there's a time and a place. And exactly. I think, yeah, I think a lot of other women and pe- people in general could relate to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Henry? Oh, I'm literally trying to wrap my brain. Um, I, I've only had kind of like kind of what a positive, like kind of yeah, may, maybe maybe not include my one. Okay, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm really sorry. Don't I need worry, to it's from the record. Like there is so many different examples of stereotyping, and I think everyone in different forms will experience some some form one way or another. And yeah. I think it is just kind of starting that conversation about things that maybe aren't discussed, things that aren't actually okay. And I think mm-hmm. conversations like this they help maybe someone like who's maybe experienced something similar just feel that little bit less lonely and a bit little less angry or even more angry because they're like well I've been through that too we should be angry together yeah (laughs) but yeah I'm hoping that we're moving towards more change with these types of conversations Mm -hmm. education that's the way Yes, education is the best. <laughs> right. Okay. So we have actually a very special guest joining us now. Um, all the way from the Women in Leadership Society with DMU. Yeah, I'm very, very happy to have this guest uh, come on with us because it's just in time for Women's History Month, International Women's Day. So yeah, Andrea, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for the invitation. I am so excited. I'm shaking now. Oh, oh. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, nice to meet you. My name is Andrea Riano. I am from Colombia. Mm-hmm. I am a chemical engineer. Uh, and I came here to UK to study my global MBA at the Montfort University. So it has been one year here um, in the UK, in Pamik, but everything fine, everything good. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. that's amazing that's so interesting Colombia oh I would love to go to Colombia mm. oh yeah you're very oh. welcome oh thanks oh. well but we actually have a few questions for you um so mm-hmm. I'm just going to get just jump right into them so the first question we have is what do what do the Women and Leadership Society plan to do to celebrate Women's History Months Okay, so for this year, um, to celebrate the International Women's Day, we are collaborating with the Algerian Youth Society in a panel discussion where we are going to have two international speakers. So one of them is a male speaker, and this male speaker is Dr. Joseph Ibot from DMU. He is going to share his experience about working with women leaders. So we thought that it would be really interesting to as well um, listen from someone else like Kamel speaking about women because it's really interesting to understand how is is like looking at us and how they saw us in a leadership position. So um, he is a researcher and he has been working um, about cross-cultural studies as well and entrepreneurship and development with a focus in Africa and other third world country context. So um, as well, our second speaker is going to be Annalisa. Uh, Annalisa Aguela, she is the major of NAVE Italy. Uh, she's as well an entrepreneurship. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. So she's going to answer some questions that we are going to do to her about women leadership, how to handle some specific situations and the path that she took to achieve that goal as a major. So these two speakers are the ones who are going to be with us and is going to tomorrow at 4 p.m. So you are more than welcome. Uh, we, wel- we welcome all genders. I, I, we know that is the Women in Leadership Society, but 
We want to welcome all genders because, as I told you before, for us it's really important to understand all all everybody points of view. So, if you are interested to join, uh, you can go to our Instagram uh, page, which is DMU underscore Women Leaders, and you are in our bio. You can find the Zoom meeting link and as well the registration. So. You are more than welcome. So this is our event for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yesterday. Sounds amazing. So that sounds amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> um, it really does. Uh, the second question is, why did you get involved with the Women in Leadership Society? Uh, what were you hoping to achieve with, you, your, ti- with, them, with your time there? Okay, so when I was encouraged to be part of the Women and Leadership Society, I was motivated to work towards part of it. First, because I wanted to know more about other women within the university. Uh, I found that our university has like different kind of cultures, different kind of people. So I was really interested on, the, on it. As well, I found that it would be a space to learn. And second, uh, to create new ideas and more inspire others. And third, I started dreaming of how I can be active in a society. I wanted to share my ex- and experience of other women that have done amazing things. For example, we have had some um, interviews in our uh, events with the Women and Leadership Society from people from Colombia, from China, from other countries uh, wow. where these That's women have amazing. been inspiring us and doing really interesting things as a leaders. So um, I, I think that is, this is motivation. And to summarize everything, I believe that you are always learning. And I can tell you that in this journey, we have learned a lot of things, all of us in the society. Even we have learned how to keep meeting and creating activities in this pandemic. <laughs> wow. Well, and that is so important because yeah. it's so hard to keep like the morale as well. I find that that can be quite difficult yeah. to like sustain, especially during these times, like keeping everybody like motivated on top of mm. everything else. Like I really admire yeah. you for like your participation and what your, your motivation for this, because it's, it's something you can actually hear the passion. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I think that that is the most important thing because it comes from the heart yeah. and a lot yeah. of people don't have like no they don't have the intention i feel everyone is capable of doing good but yeah. i feel that it's very rare to find people who genuinely just want to inspire change they want to create like a family within like a society and just kind of build mm. together and it sounds like you've been doing amazing work yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome to join as well. Of course. Brilliant. Okay, so I'm going to move on to the last question. So, how do you feel universities could become more inclusive to women moving forward? Okay, so I think that I have been thinking about universities here in the UK and as well in my country and I believe that since years, uh, since since some years ago, universities have been working on being more inclusive. Like universities are trying to do activities and trying to, like, encourage people to to be inclusive. As as well, I believe that always there are points to improve. Like I know that they are working on it, but as well, we have to improve all the time. And in my opinion, we can learn so many things, but. If we don't practice it, we are going to forget it or we are going to keep ourselves in our comfort zone. So as I told you before, I feel that universities are trying to create spaces for women to move forward. But the key is that we as women or everybody can take the lead and be part of these spaces. I think that maybe these spaces are already in the university, but maybe we are not joining these spaces that the university is creating. So. I think that we should take the lead and join these spaces, practice our skills and learn how to succeed by living new experiences. Likewise, I feel that the university should create more practical activities such, such as uh, challenges, debates, uh, more societies, uh, spaces that we can feel out of our comfort zone. And we are, all of us, we come from different cultures and we have different ways to do things. But if we have more spaces to show ourselves, it will help us to, insta- to stand out. Um, as an example, um, one activity that I've been thinking is that some companies as 3M 
have been developing spaces for women in STEAM roles. I, I think that you have been talking about this uh, before uh, today. So the university should partner with these companies or institutions to encourage women within the university to know more about women leaders in these companies and live like a shadowing women um, and as well to know about women that are already subsidized in that uh, key roles. So I believe that, for example, these kind of events would be really interesting for, not just for women, sorry, because I'm talking about women, maybe because it's Women's Day, but I think that's for everybody. Sometimes we are so shy, we don't want to go out of our comfort zone, and maybe we don't take the lead to join these kind of activities, but maybe if the university does something with companies that maybe could be more interesting, I think that maybe people is going to feel more encouraged to to join it. I agree. Like that, mm. just that in itself, I think having a platform, whether that be a society or whether that be an activity event where women can, and men, like everyone, all, <laughs> we're all <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. Like you said, like all people experience things quite differently. I was mm-hmm. speaking to a friend recently about um, raising more awareness about intersectionality and trying to kind of start the conversations because sometimes people start conversations, but they're not directed at the, I don't say directed. I feel like what I experienced may be different to what Sasha experiences, to what you experienced, mm-hmm. to what Henry. And I think being able to recognize what needs to be done, what needs to be improved. And yeah. like you said, working at it, working at it, working at it as a collective to try and form this community of just complete acceptance and improvement and development. I definitely think that more companies could get involved, like you said, to kind of shadow people because there's a lot of opportunities and Mm. I don't want to just say for men, there's a lot for women also, Mm -hmm. but there could be more. And I think that if maybe role models, let's say, were Mm -hmm. to say, do you know what? I could recognize how hard it was for me to get where I was. I'm going to start supporting the younger generation and be that, mm-hmm. that kind of voice of reason that they might not have had, it might help. It might encourage us to work faster and become better and grow. <laughs> wow, you did. So many oh. dreams. Mm. I know. So I know. Positive dreams. Uh-huh. This is just small body. I've got so many dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just say, uh, Andrea, I agree with you where you, when you said the university should have more activities. Um, like debates and things like that, I would really be so down for those kind of things. So it's up to our future students to form student groups based, uh, form for this reason and this purpose. So yeah, let's, we, we shall hope. We can hope. Definitely hope. Yeah. I would love to yeah. be in a debate. I never stop like arguing with people. Yeah, my mum yeah. says I'm always arguing with someone, so I might <laughs> make it, make it a hobby. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you are oh. defending your position. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I actually argue for a living now. So, <laughs> yeah. you are a lawyer. I'm not sure if there oh. is there a debate in society. I'm not sure. sure. The, I've, I think I've seen one, but I don't oh. think it's been took over. If it well, has, there, yes, there was one at, at my school, and it, it was oh. just a little one. Okay, hey, um, we get it. You were the big debater, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I asked um, Ed Miliband about stamps, <laughs> like when, when he was Ed Miliband. Yeah, when he was leader of the Labour <laughs> Party. What? Really? What? Ed? <laughs> Yeah, Ed Milban. For real? Wow. Yeah. Wow. But sorry, that I, this isn't the Henry show. <laughs> oh, I'm, but do you know what we're Let's definitely talk talking about? about? Yes, we're definitely talking about that next week. I think we should do a little bit of a topic on debate next week. What do you think? Yeah, that'll be okay. awesome. Yeah. Let's try that. <laughs> but, let's um, talk about all the cool. Let's talk about all the famous people Henry's met. And, and yes, yeah. that sounds that sounds really really good. <laughs> Number one, Henry Bride. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do them alphabetically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you know what? I want to thank you, Andrea, for coming on because and Sasha because I just think you are yeah. just amazing. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you so much to you. Mm. Can I can I sorry, can I just ask Andrea um if people want to join Women in Leadership Society, if they're not women, can they join and how do they join? Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as I told you before, we encourage everybody to be part of the society. And just you can drop us a message in the Instagram account and we can just share with you all um, our information and how we can share with you how you can be part of the society. So for sure, you can join. Awesome. Please, yes, join. Please join. We will, we will be really happy to, to be with you in the society. Awesome. So there we go, everyone. Get it's yourself amazing. joining. Yeah. I think that it's absolutely amazing that you have the that's essentially the women in leadership society, but you accept everyone. And I think that's the main message that I think we can portray from all of this is that yeah. it is International Women's Day. It is mm. Women's History Month, but this is a time to be celebrating a lot of people and the equality moving forward. And that includes everyone. The, empower, the powerful women we've discussed today, I thank them for being powerful, yeah. for keeping thank us you. powerful. Thank yeah. you. But also, like, I just want us to thank ourselves because it's such a challenge to accomplish a lot of hard things in life. And I, I don't want to go deep at hard things, but even just this pandemic, you're still working hard, still working at it. Mm. And we all deserve a pat on the back for that. Like, we really do. There yeah. we go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm, unfortunately sad noise <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> that's all we have time for but I want to just say a big thank you to everyone for listening and a big big thank you to our special guests Sasha and Andrea yeah. for coming on mm. and just giving us that positive vibes that we like to spread honestly thank you yeah. so much you've turned the show even better <laughs> you have it, it, it was better before <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you Henry, 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 what are you, what you trying to say, Henry? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Lovely, <laughs> but um, yeah. So hopefully everyone can join in next week, and yeah, yeah just keep being positive, everyone. Yeah. Keep uh, keep following us on this positivity journey. We, yes, yes, love yes. that. Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.